Good morning, you gorgeous human beings. Joey, what it do though? What it really do though? Udo. With the extra Udo. Yo, it's September the 20th, a glorious Tuesday. We drop this podcast every Tuesday for y'all. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening, who's been giving us comments, giving us feedback. It's crazy because like what started out as a conversation with me and Joe back in January has come to life. Finally. It's, it's insane. How wild is that? We've been bro? working on this and we appreciate your guys' comments. Keep hashtagging Nushi, get on the mic. It's Shit, working. Let's go, it's though. a real thing. It's working. And yeah, man, it's it's been a crazy ride. We got over three thousand downloads. Oh, Let's do this, though. So thank you, guys. That's incredible. It's like, so this is incredible, like man. Shit. It's in, it's unreal the responses that we're getting, and we appreciate you guys for listening yeah, and man, tuning in, hitting that little subscribe button. It's wild because, you know, I truly believe that behind every smile, there's a story. And we're in a position where the people that come on here, we're able to, like, go there with them. Like, it's so cliche to say that, but it's comfortable. Like, you come to the cloud... You come on a Mama We Made a podcast, whether we're really close friends or whether we're acquaintances. When you come on here, you know that you're going to open up and, and we're going to really get deep into your story and, and, you know, try and search for the trualities of the journey. The you know trualities. The trualities. Love that word. The neutralities. The neutralities. And speaking of these guests that you're about to hear on mm. this episode. Tell them fantastic producers more so brothers of ours yeah known these guys a really long time years on years on years extremely talented defined the sound um very you know big innovators and just inspirational people overall to myself yeah. as as musicians but just as people um the sounds behind and we'll get into it uh people like miguel janae aiko yeah man they've you, been it's crazy to see that you know, where, where life takes you. It's wild. Like, I'm so excited for you guys to hear their story. This is like one of the first times that, that they've really given their story like that. Like, it's crazy how, especially with producers, producers in general are so in the cut. Like, it, it's kind of like football players. Like, they have the helmet on. Yep. Like, you won't, you won't know them when you see them in the streets. They're not out there in every photo. They're not out there on the stages. Um, but they play an integral part in, in creating the sonic landscape of an artist. And in specific with these dudes, our brothers Brian and Mac, they've truly been there from jump and developed uh, the sound and essence of, you know, Miguel and Janae Aiko. And their story is crazy. Like, literally hilarious. Um, these two have such an incredible dynamic. Mac, thugga thugga. Brian Suave Mente, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rico Suave. Um, I'm really excited for this. It's the morning. I don't want to be late for work. So, so Nushi, shh, tell him. Am I, am I going to tell him? Nushi, tell him. Am I going to tell him? Nushi, tell him. Wait for it. Ah, Mama. Mama. We, we made, made it. it. Second time, y'all didn't know that though. Yeah, 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 yeah. What it, what it, what it do though? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. This is fucking crazy, though, bro. We got some fucking very special guests in here. Very special guest in the building, multi-Grammy nominated Whew. production duo. Five motherfucking Grammy noms, you understand me? You may know their work with Miguel. Since day one. Janae Aiko. Since day motherfucking one. Yuna. They just dropped this Yuna fucking single, Crush with Usher. You know what I'm saying? Got the POTUS plug. The POTUS Obama plug. Obama plug. Yeah, the you know official presidential nod. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. Mac Robinson, Brian Warfield, the, the legendary, the motherfucking fisticuffs, the fisticuffs y'all. Let's go! Hey, hey, hey. Mama, hey, we made it. Hey man, we are super fucking excited and happy that y'all came to fuck Likewise, with us today. Thanks, huh? yeah, thanks you know what I'm saying? Appreciate y'all. Like it's wild because you know we've known each other for so many years, and there's been so many different parts in y'all's journey and our, our in our journey. What's that been, we, it's been like eight, nine bruh, years. Yeah. Like, like going on a decade. That yeah, bro. It's insane. Yeah. And we're not that old. No. <laughs> it's really fucking wild. And like the beauty is, is that like the relationships that we've all built, it's been like homies and friends. And like we've been fortunate enough to like know y'all and have a rapport with y'all that we're able to, to have these like real discussions about what the journey has really been about. And I feel like that's what... The reason for this podcast is is to really humanize this journey and give insight to whoever out there is listening as to what y'all's journey really was like and is like outside of, you know, everything that's just put out into the ether. Like, you know, what I'm saying the the things that really have have made y'all you as as human beings and as creators. You know what I'm saying? So this is a really special moment. You feel me? Dude, so how the Fuck did the fisticuffs happen? Yes. Well, shit, we met uh, in high school in a jazz band. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's where we met. I was playing trumpet, and Mac was playing guitar. Nice. I didn't, well, I, oh, yeah. I didn't know how to play guitar, but I wanted to learn how to play guitar. So I, got I it fucking for love it. <laughs> really? It was like a, yeah, it was like a long waiting list for guitar, whatever. Long story short, I got in for singing, and then day three switched over to guitar and just locked myself in the room. And that's yeah. amazing. Brian came along two years later, mm-hmm. two years my junior year. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because there's a story that that that, that B you were telling us. Mm-hmm. What was the what was the, the 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 thing in your life that happened that allowed this all to take place? Okay, well, so okay, speaking of the school, um, yeah. So first of all, well, Loxa was a school, LA County High School for the Arts. Okay. So for people that want to know, like, so when Max says that he got it, like, basically you had to audition to get into that school. So it wasn't a private school. You just had to go in there for for arts. Okay. So for mm. us, it was both music, but there was uh, visual, visual arts, dance, theater, and music. Word. So everyone that went there had a you know certain art to do. So anyways, so yeah, Mac and I were in music. Um, and yeah, so the thing that happened at that school, I actually got kicked out for uh for for smoking weed. <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah. So you know the ganja. So, but you know, and it's funny because we were talking about this earlier. Like hell yeah. Uh, you know. At the time, it's like you think, oh, man, that's like, you know. My, my that's shit's. the end of my life. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, this shit's ruined. Right? Wait, so what grade was it? This was freshman year? 11th grade. Oh, man. 11th grade. Oh, oh, okay. You know, I, got, I was seasoned. Wait, wait were, you, were you smoking in school? Yeah, we, we just got back from a jazz festival. And, and well, and this fucking guy was Weed MacGyver. Yeah. So, <laughs> he, he, he didn't smoke out of a pipe or out of paper. He would make, like. Like those holiday tubes with the M and M's with like candy cane, and he would, he would hollow them out, 
and he would uh, anything that yeah. like was an unconventional <laughs> water pipe bong, whatever you want to call it, dab. Whatever. Yeah. This guy, or whether it was a so di- English dictionary, Oxford dictionary, yeah, even to this day, I'm carrying gadgets to this day. So. But he didn't have one, two, three, four. He had like ten. Well, and the reason really? I had ten because, like I said, we just got back from uh, uh, the jazz festival, Monterey Jazz Festival, where we performed. Um, and so you know, when you go on the trip, you go all out. So I brought all my gadgets with me. And so we had just got back to school, and you know my backpack is full of all these gadgets. Yes. So anyways, you know lunchtime. MacGyver, bro, that was classic. Yeah. So at lunchtime, we down, we you know we smoking and stuff, you know, and um, yeah, security guard comes, so we all have to run off. I had to throw my bag because it was heavy, full of things. Anyways, long story short, they find my bag. You know, they come in class. You know, Brian, we gotta see you, blah blah. Were, like, how were you that that chase, and then like you run and throw in your bag? Was your heart just fucking racing, or like he, what was that? He Jesus. got he got ratted out by the dude that was like, oh, I I'll never rat on nobody. Oh, I'm <laughs> really? Of course, I'm that. of course. I'm so hood. I'm so hood. <laughs> really? And he fucking told yeah, was he, it you? He, no, it was Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, Whoa, super quick. Yeah, it was you know. You know, he, he snitched, but it's cool. But like I said, but so anyways, you know, I say all that to say, like, you know, at, at the time I was thinking like, okay, I got kicked out, like it's a bad thing. But actually it ended up being a, a blessing in a way. It's because, okay, so I, I went to Loxa and that's where I met Mac. Um, but then afterwards I went to Washington Prep, which was in the hood. It was in, a, I mean, in South Central. Mm-hmm. But I went there because I had a good music program. Word. I knew what her. year was this? This was in 2001. Word. All right, so I was there 2001. Um, and, yeah, so I went there because, you know, I knew the music director. Um, and because of that school, that's where I was in this band. And I met Miguel through that whole situation. Word. Actually, I met my first manager. Shout out to Jaime Shepard. He was a teacher. And he actually, you know, put me on and got me my first studio and everything. So a lot of stuff actually happened out of that school. So wow. because I went to Locks and met Mac, and then I went to Washington and ended up meeting Miguel through and that. And Miguel almost didn't happen. Because the first session we ever booked with Miguel, I was waiting for hour one, hour two, hour three, wow. hour four. I never got a phone call. Oh. And so I called him. I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, like I was extra out with him. And, and he was like, I'm, I'm spending family time. But better than that, hung up the phone on each other. And then a mutual uh, friend, shout out to Taz, he uh, he was like, give him one more chance. You guys are like <laughs> similar. Mm-hmm. So Word. next day, we were all in there, and the first song was a bang. The very first song mm-hmm. was a banger. But it almost didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, That's if insane, we didn't have a third bro. Party <laughs> wow. Back, I was like, shout out to you. Taz, like, bro. Fuck you. Taz. Just, just, thank you, Taz. But um, but yeah, but yeah, I say this, you know. So like I said, just you know, what I thought was of something bad happening yeah. ended up actually being a blessing in disguise, and like you know, it just kind of tied everything together. If I didn't go to both schools, like who knows what you know what would happen? So yeah, absolutely, like, we're here today, and you know, shout out to Miguel, Taz, everybody involved, man. What it's was amazing. it? What What was it that like really had uh, you and you and uh, and Mac? Uh, come together like what what was it that like solidified mm-hmm. you know it's funny so those creative forces he um we always well, did music right well when i i graduated first uh-huh. and i was doing scoring for film and tv okay and so that's how i started to do my shit and then mm-hmm. and i was doing graduated. Like, yeah i was touring i was doing more of the touring stuff Word. so i was in a band uh, Wild Bunch, and that's how I met Miguel, like through that whole situation. But uh, I was touring and stuff like that, and so you know. But yeah, so this is years later. 
So, you know, Max is doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. And wait, let me say one thing about the touring. So, like, he gets back from touring, and I'm like, yeah, so how's that touring pussy? He's like, I don't spend more than eight hours in one place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in LA. Uh, like, I'm just like, okay. The real life about the road. Uh, I wanted to know. Like, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, Brian's like. But no, keep in mind, too, Wild Bunch was a 14-piece group, and we all had to share rooms. It was like four people per Word. room. Word. So, you know, it was, yeah, a little, yeah. it was a little, you know, the odds were against. Us, you know, <laughs> but, from the um, offset, yeah, you know, so it's, you know, but you know, whatever. But I just had a picture, <laughs> I had a picture in my head of what uh, tour. Yo, was. Max over here yeah. fantasizing. But no, bro. that's what I'm saying. Like, depending on what tour, that's like, yeah, you can, it can go down. You know, but Wild Bunch, it was just too many of us. So it was just, it was Max, <laughs> Max, literally thinking of like an '80s like. Oh, metal oh, band shit. touring, like Motley like, Crue, like yeah. Guns N' Roses, yeah. Yeah. fucking get down. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, so yeah, like I said, we were both doing our thing. Um, and then so years later, we actually Mac would have these parties at his house. He lived on a hill, so this was actually Fourth of July. Word. So we'd always go there. He'd barbecue, see the fireworks, and um, him and I, you know, we just were making beats for fun. Actually, the first couple beats we made just ran. This was Fourth of July. What year? Uh, two thousand and two. Word. Oh shit! Yeah. Word. No, no. Well, when we started working together, it was what, before. You, it was you like graduated in two, so three. It was yeah. the year after you graduated. Okay. So yeah, so you know, we kind Word. of were just like vibing and stuff like that. And um, it's funny, the first beat we actually made was randomly was a reggae beat. <laughs> just, nice. you know, it just kind of happened. And then, um, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, we just kind of were just vibing. And see, I always had my own studio at the time. Okay. And so kind of slowly but surely, you know, I was telling Mac, like, why don't you just come to my spot, start bringing your gear over. And because, um, you know, we were working out of his, his uh, living room. Yeah. Yeah, so we had the bathroom was the booth, you know, every mm-hmm. everybody's story. Bathroom's the booth. But, Wild. But, it, you yeah. know, when we had, we put our shit together, we actually kind of had some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something he, to work with. He brought that's stuff really through, wavy. and yeah, we kind of just, you know, that's kind of how we joined. Just when it just kind of, it just kind of happened organically. Mm-hmm. But when he brought his stuff through, and uh, we, and then Miguel, like I said, it was just the timing of it all. Like he started coming through, and then we had something to work on. Well, I mean, we, and, I mean, I mean, Miguel, but we like the first, the first, second, third, fourth, fifth beats we made, they were, they were hot to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not to everybody. <laughs> like there was a period. There was. There's one story in mind now. Virgin Records isn't around anymore, so I can say this. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, I was I was working with Neo at the time. Okay. And this was before he was Neo's name's Schaefer. Uh, Word. Um, what up, Schaefer? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I brought in uh, some songs to Virgin. And I actually had the physical copy thrown on the ground no. and stepped on. Shut that's, the that's fuck up. That's fucking amazing. By an A&R. <laughs> and, uh, wait, in your, wait, did he do it literally like in your face? She. she. Oh, my God. Wait, so this, was, this, was, this a, was this a heel stomp through? Like a, like a high heel stomp through? It wasn't a he. It was a she. Which, uh, I don't know why that makes it worse, but it does. <laughs> so... It, she just she she threw it down. It cracked, and she just one time. Damn, really? Like, yeah. She was feeling herself in front of your face. She was like, "These are like these. these I don't understand this. These are C minus to C plus at best." Oh my and god! Then, and then you can go and wave me up. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. So, hold up. Hold up! Hold up! Hold it's up! It's rough out here in these hold streets. Up. Hold up! Hold up! Wait! It's not all peaches and, and the shit was hot. It was, it, was, it, was, it was us, Neo, 
Like the shit was hot. The shit was. And in front of your face, she yeah, takes this fucking was it tape or CD? CD. 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 I was about to say so a CD, yeah. and she just lunges. She took the effort to get up. Oh my god! Down, crack it and stomp on it with her oh fucking. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, was it the stomp that like she's done that before for sure? Oh, for sure. Well, oh, you know this wasn't the first time, it bro. It was a routine. Yeah, I feel I, I, you. I'm sure. Like, dude, she was she's stretching breaking, out those. She's breaking so many hearts. Oh my! Did God. that put a fucking fire under your ass? Or like, what was that? For? Like, when you walked out, got shooed out. I was gonna steal her red bottoms. It made me know that my shit was hot and she was old. I feel you. I love that Respect. story. God, I love that. That's amazing. You should be lucky to have that story, man. That's something. That's a beautiful thing. It created a fire. We got, we, you know, we got mixed reviews in the beginning because we didn't want R and B to be where R and B was. I mean, I think that that's an important thing to, to to say before the whole Miguel thing because, you know, it's it's it, that's really what lit lit the fire. Uh, is that you know what happened to Curtis Mayfield? What happened to you know? Marvin Gaye, why why are we listening to Jagged Edge and Rough Ends with dudes with their shirts off and shit? Yeah. Like, that's not R and B. R and B is the music that we grew up, you know, loving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that then sparked, you know, kind of our direction with Miguel to go a, a different way. Was he was he receptive of that? Like was he on the same page with y'all? Like in that because I feel like cats the the like yourselves that were visionaries in in that light, right? Y'all y'all got it. Y'all knew y'all wanted it to be different, but the norm mm-hmm. wasn't that way. So everybody's gonna look at you like you're crazy until the culture shifts. Yeah, it's, I don't know. At the, at the end of the day, it's just like whatever we feel, you know with our influences. Like we you know we like hip hop. We were going to school for jazz, so you know we like musical things. And I don't know. It's just a lot of influences to us. It's like if we liked it, then we felt you know if we felt strong about it and we really liked it's it. Slap, then it, slap yeah, too. Really, that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it's like yep. you know R and B, like he was saying. You know, a lot of it was at the time like baby maker music and stuff like that. And you know, as we were listening to D'Angelo, which was like you know it was R and B, but like it still had a thing to it where guys can still roll around to it and it was still cool Word. for guys to, to bump. Yep. So that was always our thing. Like you know, how can we make it something that we would just want to listen to? Because you know, it's still. You know, R&B is still cool. It's just, how, you know, how can we make fellas listen to it and not feel like some kind of way or whatever? So, you know, yeah, but always, you know, we want to make sure it had that, that low end, that, that knock, that 808, and, you know, where you can ride to it. That, that's, I think that's what made dudes feel okay yeah. about it. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, and they opened it. I think, I think that mm-hmm. shit, like, that <coughs> style that we were, like, experimenting with, mm-hmm. or other people too, maybe, I don't know, opened the door for people like The Weekend. Yeah. And these people that came along six, seven years later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, you know, for real. And like, I mean, alternative R and B is really what the best name to give it. Yeah, because you know it was all women listening to R and B. Yeah, for real. It was one twelve and shit like that. Yeah, no disrespect. It just wasn't what y'all were <laughs> yeah, hearing. Just, and wanted you know, to put it's, out. It's a place for everything, but you know, just like I said, for most guys, I don't know. I just felt like you know you got that low end, that knock, and something that you can just vibe to, and you put some musical singing on it, and it kind of yeah. you, you, you can ride to it, but. Yeah, I don't know. This is so I, you know, we're responsible if, for a few babies. Yeah, I'm kidding. Fellas, ladies, you know where it came from. You know what I'm saying? 
Quickie is still like one of my number ones. By the way, my one of my go tos. Like that's always on my playlist. That's on the list. It's, it's definitely like you. it's on the list, like at the beginning and the end of the list. Oh. So it's like you get the double up at the end where it just does the loop. I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. Oh, this again. Oh, something must be wrong with my Spotify playlist. Oh shit. Whatever. Let's just keep going. And that was done years, years. Years before they came out. Really? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. That, that actu- the mm-hmm. actual track was made in, I think it was 2004. Oh shit! So, so I mean, the, that's the the beat, the actual instrumental of it. Uh, uh, it was a co- no, it was a collab. Oh, okay. With mm-hmm. us and Miguel. Oh, oh, so that actual full song was done. Yeah. How how oh, was shit. that for y'all working with Miguel from the onset? Like that whole development process, that whole like, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, meeting of the visions, because you know every mm-hmm. artist has like their own view of, of what mm-hmm. what their, their artistic integrity and brand stands for. And like the beauty of, of the collaborations, like from, mm-hmm. from what I feel is like building of that relationship to where it's like trust and growth and mm-hmm. and, yeah, no, and, and progress long. and change. Especially like mm-hmm. in the beginning. Very long. Like, <coughs> a lot longer than people think. Like really? thinking about like you guys now at the point with when when you're working with Miguel, like um at the point where you're, this is a, a real career now, or you're building to that real career mm-hmm. at the exposition studio, forty-seven mm-hmm. eleven, hey, like history, like that, that, that history with the mirror with the mirrors on the ceiling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, well, yeah, and, about that. So I was speaking of mirrors on the ceiling. So I, for those who didn't know, so yeah, forty-seven eleven. That's where you know that's the, the spot I speak of when I said Mac brought his stuff over, and you know we kind of had everything going over there. Oh, that was oh yeah, shit. that was yeah, that was so oh, okay. that's where we you know did all the first stuff with Miguel. Um, and same with Janae when we put the mixtape mixtape out and everything. That was all. You know. What was our studio? Yeah, and then you know where we met you, you know Roush right. and even Anoush back in the. You know yeah. this was like this was. The, but who was the former tenant? Yeah. So who? Yeah, the room was actually Ron Jeremy's room. Shut the fuck. And he I used to it. yeah he used yep. to shoot you know scenes there. So oh that's why. God. So we we had a mirror on the ceiling. You know that douchey? Yeah. No. Oh, this that's is why great. So, are, yeah. so many like, our setup, to this day, I didn't our know Our setup that. was uh, on a bed riser, <laughs> and we had mirrors above us because it was like, you know, above the bed, and our vocal booth was a sauna. We had a bidet. Like, it was... It was, it was so it was all vibes, it was, man, it was vibes. Shout out to Ron Jeremy, bro. Yeah, the man. It was ridiculous. Forgiving, forgiving yeah. everyone their stroke. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like, but what was that... I feel like going back to like what Anoush was saying with your time with, with mm-hmm. working with Miguel and during that period, what was that like? That such mm-hmm. grind, that hustle, that like fucking, yeah. I remember just like 6 a.m., like still mm-hmm. you guys going at it. Well, you know, anytime we work with someone who's, you know, we respect and is like talented, like it just makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Like it's, you know, at that point, it's not even like work, it's just having fun, you know? So work. a lot of times it's just us, you know, working on the track and then like kind of hearing what he does to it. You know, that's always like the fun part to me. It's like, you know, even to this day, like when we work with, you know, anybody just talented, it's like fun seeing what they do with the with the vision. And Game it's recognizing it. if, if it's mm-hmm. if, if people are on the level and, and we're excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what makes it fun. People like, never know when we are or when we aren't. But mm-hmm. were you guys yeah. thinking about like, all right, we have to make just banging records or we have to. Was there a vision of like, all right, we got to, you know, make an album put this out and let's yeah, well, fucking you know, garner like, some success off nah, this. No, nah, there was no it pressure. Was, yeah, it's never it was, that, right? you know, and like I was saying before, like MySpace was kind of like, that's what kind of popped it up for yep. us. And, for he us. Was, and he was stuck in a production deal at the time that, that didn't give him any wiggle room to get a deal at that moment. So, Bro, that's the worst. So for us, thing. we were just having fun. We it was just, almost yeah. a blessing in disguise because it gave us 
mm-hmm. the time to just do mm-hmm. just and the freedom. Banging yeah, right. we were just making right. records for fun. Like there was no pressure. There was no. We weren't working on a project. It was just kind of like, yo, you're dope. You know, he's fucking with us. Let's just keep creating and see what happens. So, you know, we would do records, and then he would put them up on his page. We put them up on our page. And um, yeah, like I said, so MySpace, that window, like that kind of was a good thing for us. MySpace and, put know, a lot of cats on. Bro. It did. Yep. Yep. That, it, it that did. was like the, the, the springboard. Mm-hmm. Especially for, during that for, time. That early, that, that, early, that, early, yeah. that early 2000. That little uh, window, window, man. Like I said, if you were popping, because the thing about MySpace is, you know, I don't know if a lot of people remember, but you were able to put a song on your page. Yeah. So, you know, if you had a lot of people coming to your page, if you were just some fine big booty chick or just someone popping and you put a song on your page, that was just advertisement for whoever was the artist was. Yeah. You know, so I don't really remember who it was that had Miguel stuff on there, but, you know, he just it had was millions. was a bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had, that, we had that, that, that quickie, that sure thing was popping on the internet, man. You know? Yeah, shout out to Happy Prez. Yeah. Uh, uh, Happy Presence, another producer. He's from Houston, Texas. He just basically uh, it was it was us and him that Word. that combined together to get Miguel a sound, a lane. Damn, he his, had then he had two legendary own. production entities that were fucking building with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it still and it still mm-hmm. took a long time to mm-hmm. to really know. You know, mm-hmm. he was figuring himself out, being younger than us. We were figuring ourselves out. As we'll do until mm. the end of time. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, like mm, shouts to Hap because um you know he had sure thing and that really that was the one that really triggered it first Word. and then and then mm. Quickie caught on instantly because of sure thing. Word. So mm. we That's had so thanks. So. But yeah, like I said, but you know MySpace like it was just you know millions of views were happening and that was raising attention of labels and stuff like that and uh you know were you guys represented at the time? Mm, no, I mean we had a manager, but okay. like, um, how you guys? How were you guys straight up like nothing making, official? How, we, how were you making money at the time? Uh, really, I mean, film, yeah, film TV, stuff. film TV stuff. I was recording rappers, man. I, I yeah, had a studio, so I, I was that. Doing, in and out, yeah. man. Everyone. That's just kind of how you know. That was my little my thing. I had you know, I just charge hourly, just record people and. For, oh, for studio bills. space? Yeah, well, you know, so like I said, since I had the studio, I just, oh, you know, sure. I had people come through and just charge them hourly. And, and would you engineer, like, sessions? Yeah, and I would engineer the sessions, okay, okay. I would mix, just whatever I could do just to kind of, you know, make that money to pay the rent. Like, I didn't have a nine-to-five, just all through music. So, you know, I was blessed to have the space and be able to do that. Were you guys yeah. selling beats, too? Or would nah, you? No, nah, you, you, nah, just, nah. You, just, you never did the sell beat thing. Nah, yeah. but, nah I mean, I, I scored... Stuff from everything from Meet the Fockers to State Property too. Shut the. Fuck I didn't know up. that, Mac. I have no, I had no clue. Yeah, thirteen going on thirty. Real no. classics. Really? No. I, ne- I never. I never got to work on a good movie. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those were all great movies. To the me, struggle man. was real. Hey. <laughs> That's you wasn't really fucking Coyote time. Ugly? You did the well, Coyote Ugly shit. Princess Diaries, cuz. I saw Coyote Ugly in the theaters. I don't know why, man. I don't know well, what the that fuck. Was, yeah, that Thanks, because I get some like a fraction of a cent I got every you, time. I got <laughs> Thank you, you Germany. <laughs> <laughs> so when did when did Janae come along in, in the process? Like what, mm-hmm. what 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 was actually what was like the artist's that came along in y'all's journey. And like, how was that work? So we spoke about Miguel. I worked then, with Janae when, I had a couple sessions with Janae that didn't like really pan out because because it was uh, when the era was, when she was still with uh, like, TUG. Yeah, yeah, TUG. But I was 19 and she was 15. Or something, something to that effect. Word. And, um, you know, they didn't really, like, stuff was cool, but they didn't, they had, I mean, they didn't have the vision for, anything at the time so when she came back around 
And the we funny story, sure. so let me tell that story because that's actually a pretty interesting story. So, and this is uh, back to MySpace again, but even before that. So I get a call one day and it's uh, a writer friend of ours, you know, who's familiar with her tracks. Right. She, she hits me up and was like, yo, there's this girl over at the Fox's Mall, like singing to one of your tracks. I guess they're doing like a showcase out there. Mm. So she puts the phone up and I hear it and it's like, a, you know, it's one of our beats and there's this girl singing over it. So I'm like, damn, that's crazy. You know, like find out who it is. So she, she hits me with the name Janae Iko. All right, cool. Go to MySpace, type in the name, and sure enough, the song is on her page. Really? So, yeah, so I sent her a little message like, hey, just, you know, FYI, like, that's that's our beat. You know, great song, by the way. But you still, so yeah, you know, another like, producer was taking credit for yeah, it. Yeah, I guess. Really? Uh, of course. So of course. She, but, yeah, but what's crazy is she actually, she hit us back. I didn't even know, you know, but she hit us back. And was <laughs> Big like, tank. She, uh, <laughs> yeah, she hit, us, she hit us back and was like, oh, you know, I, I didn't know, but, you know, cool. So from that, we kind of linked and, and just started vibing. So same kind of thing. Like, it just grew organically. Like, there was no pressure. We just... We like what she did. She was talented, and um, she would come through and do records with us. And, and I think that's what made like the, the those two go well mm-hmm. is that that we we didn't have any ex. We didn't try to trap artists into a, like, all right, sign this, do this. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's it's that's a good way to make more mm-hmm. money if you have you can force people. But then artists feel trapped in. Yeah, they mm-hmm. feel like they can't go work with other people, or mm-hmm. they feel like and mm-hmm. like we try to make i mean yeah, brian myself we try to make it as 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 easy of a process for the artist that like what do you want to do Word. all right and then we guide them you know and then and then because you guys build that trust and rapport like i feel like so like you guys were able to really create and build and develop sounds individually with mm-hmm. different artists yeah. and build like an, an intimate and 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 genuine sound with them Without the confines of like expectation, it's mm-hmm. more of like exactly. really perfecting that creative. This is how craft it should and, be. I mean, that's that's how. It's not like the Beatles went in a studio. Like, all right, we need we need we need our yeah. single. You know, yeah. or, or not, we're not the fucking Beatles, but mm-hmm. like you know, the, but that's that's the thing. Is like Janae wouldn't sound good over Miguel beats, and Miguel wouldn't sound good over Janae beats. Like, Word. we're not gonna repeat ourselves, and we're gonna do our best, our best that's to fucking awesome to try bro. not to. Word. No, I hear you. I mean, I remember like going up stairs, watch those fucking mm-hmm. stairs, man. Yeah. <laughs> man. All so janky. <laughs> so janky. Yeah, so bad. Man. Max head popping out. What up, yo? <laughs> what up? Uh, no, just like in, you know, when I would, uh, I'd be like practicing bass. Um, on one of the days where we wouldn't have like formal brand, band practice. And I would just come up and chill with you guys and just sit back on your couch and listen to your beats whenever I needed a break. And it, to me, it would always inspire. Um, there's just something about what you guys always did that made it feel super easy and open from the beginning. Um, that's why I started vibing with you guys just as uh, homies and cool. And I remember like I was learning to play guitar and, uh, you know, you sat down, just took like time out of your day, Mac. And uh, showed me some shit, and it was just those like I could see how that transfers into even just working with an artist, making it real easy and comfortable every step of the way, so the music actually becomes effortless. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I, that I always saw within you guys. Now during that time, um, you know, with with Miguel, was Miguel and Janae were they at the same time? No, Miguel came first. He, he came first. Yeah, and he, then, came, he came first, but it's uh, she always had uh, this following from. Yeah the tg days mm. so where she was like kind of mm. kind of like almost as almost as well known yeah without yeah without yeah because even yeah because actually the song that we were talking about the one that uh was on our myspace page uh it was a song called wait no more 
And if you like YouTubed it, there was a bunch of people doing covers. Like there was like eight pages of covers. Damn. And like I said, Janae really? wasn't even really like I said. Like she, this is before the mixtape. Like this is all just prior, you know, to her really coming out. Yeah, it's yeah. like so, years. Yeah, so she, you know, like Miguel. Day. Yeah, we we worked with him first, um, and you know, Janae came after. But like I said, like Mac was saying, like she yeah. had a following already. So you know, it was which was cool. Um, so yeah. what was like really like? I'm trying to think. What was like the turning point? Like, I guess, opportunity for you guys where you went from that grind, what was the years like up to like 2000, maybe 10? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, like, so you were mentioning earlier, though, mm-hmm. like, going in the mix, Miguel and Chasmus. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, t- talk about like really that one, because there's always mm-hmm. that one turning point, real opportunity that, like, yeah. okay, you like being in this position, you guys get shit all the time. You're working with not only just like, not just Miguel and Janae, like mm-hmm. there's tons of other people that you guys have worked with. Yeah. But then they're like something changes. Mm-hmm. And it's like goes from like that grind of like everyday working day in, day mm-hmm. out, making beats, music, recording, just that like monotony of that grind, grind, grind. And then you see like, oh shit, things are starting to change. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this is going from being producers to like, oh shit, I'm I'm, producer. I'm, I'm a producer. I'm not a yeah. we're like, not, I'm beat not a, ma- we're not beat makers, we're producers. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like what was that? What was that moment where you guys are like, oh shit, it's, it's starting to get real and starting to get a little serious? I would say our first placement, like, you know, and people always say this, but like, and it's true, you know, like getting that first placement is always the hardest thing. Like just, you know, because that actually, yeah. you know, it's just because you're, you're amateur up until then, right? Until yeah. you can actually say, I've been on a certain project. Yeah. And man, it just, you know, it just feels like forever, you know. For us, and, and, and I always tell people, because when they ask me like, what can, you know, what, what can you tell us or whatever, like... I always tell people, like, you know, you just got to stick to it. I mean, for us, it took us 10 years for us to get our first placement, you know. And not that's to wow. say, that's like yeah. the standard. A exactly. Yeah, decade. 10 years. That's and so, standard. you know, like, and so I tell people, like, you know, hopefully it doesn't take you that long, like, you know, but it just shows that you got to stick to it, you know. And for us, like, yeah, it took us 10 years and we finally got that first placement. But then when we did, you know, that first placement was actually a, a Grammy nominated placement. We got a gold record from it. You know, this Word. is Jasmine Sullivan's. Uh, Fearless album, like a song we did called One Night Stand. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, that being our first placement, but then, you know, a lot of opportunities happened because of, like I said, the Grammys and the gold record and stuff like that. Yeah, as but, a, I, I was going to say, too, yeah. as a producer, as mm-hmm. like, uh, there's a lot of people that have, you know, like credits or things or have played on, but that first producer placement, mm-hmm. written yeah. by, produced by, yeah. is, a, is a big, huge leap from uh, I've worked on a project, or I've mm. contributed to something, or mm. I've scored, or you've toured. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's people that look at you as mm. a working producer. That's the biggest jump. That's the, that's mm. the hardest thing because a lot of people think that they are like right there because mm. they play guitar or trumpet or bass on a record. Yeah, you no. couldn't you couldn't be yeah. further from it. Yeah. I mean, that's just the truth. Oh my Did God, the money start that. coming in after that placement, or was it still a grind to get it's there? It's still a grind. I mean, it really didn't happen until we got like our first like pub deal. Word. You know, but so, in, yeah, now, sorry, to, mm-hmm. with, but going off that, so like, this is something as like, I guess a lot of producers, I don't even know if it's the education's there, but like, as you guys know, as producers, there's being a producer and there's being a songwriter. And those mm-hmm. are two different things. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, there's the publishing and then the producer credit. Um, and developing that into like 
your profession. Did after that record, is that when you guys got your pub deal or or no? We actually no. got no. The stuff off of it. Rolled off of Miguel. It rolled yeah. off yep. of um, Miguel. Jasmine didn't hurt though. Yeah, no, I mean yeah. it, 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 it was, was just like our first. It was kind of happened it all the show. Mm-hmm. There was a yeah. year that yeah. it kind of went from Jasmine mm-hmm. to Miguel, and then. Mm-hmm. And that's when... But see, through Miguel, too, we had our first, like, single. And that's what kind of really, like, popped off our publishing deal, was having a single. What yeah. was the... Quickie. Quickie. Yeah. What was the um, the time frame from when you got that first placement to Miguel? About a year or so. What's funny is we actually got the placement through Miguel's situation. So we actually went in. Shout out to Manny Marraquin. He's Manny Marraquin yeah, really he's almost a, made our career. He's a, he's a mixer. He's, you know, a bunch of Grammys. Yeah, he's mixed everything yeah, from Alicia Keys, Kanye, you know. But John he, Mayer, yeah. everyone. But he mixed Miguel's first project. So that was like, you know. So for us, we're, we're green, we're excited, we're you know getting our first project mixed, yeah. we're in there with him, and he's actually like, yo, you guys are you know pretty dope, like what else have you worked on? And we were explaining to him, like, this is actually our first, Nothing. yeah, this is like our first, <laughs> this is our, our, first <laughs> our first project, so he was like, man, he was cool enough to, you know, actually like make a call for us, and really? he was he was actually working on Jasmine's project, so he made a call, and then... Um, and he said this, and he, I remember the, the exact sentence that he's like, he said, this is the second time in my... 25 year career that i've ever ever done this for someone recommended someone to, mm-hmm. so like so we felt honored because this mm-hmm. dude's insane we looked up to him like yeah no, he's, you he's know and then, and then we're at parties at his house with like mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i don't know random random people mm-hmm. jumping in the pool with people we have are not in the league of yet <laughs> we are drive we're driving Y'all are like this almost is, famous. Is, we're driving buckets and parking that park i remember i was parking yeah. further down the street <laughs> and walking up yeah because we didn't have yeah no, the money didn't come in yet you know we're still you yeah. know we're but like this prior to bucket, so we're just like, yeah, this is when you get when you got that cut and then found out that it was gold you said yeah and mm-hmm. grammy nominated like mm-hmm. Fuck, that's got to be a really cool feeling. But like, mm-hmm. how do you not have that? I made it moment. Or I cried. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what was that like? Oh, what I was cried. that? Mm-hmm. What was that like? Real mm-hmm. moment like? Yeah. Like, it, it was it? It was probably like I cried really? for like thirty seconds. Yeah. I, mean, I love just, that. Yeah, but I just bawled. I'm just. Picturing <laughs> oh my god. Right yeah. Now. yeah. And, and, that has and, to be one of the most beautiful fucking oh things god. ever. And before that, it was like a fucking. I don't know, in an elementary school fight. You know, I don't know, but whatever. But yeah. it's, it's just like, it had been mm-hmm. so, but it was a different kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, it was, I was like, this is what a happy cry feels like? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Complete blessing, man. Like, yeah, we just, like I said, it was just, you know, it was a blessing to have, have that happen. Because it's but, not even about, like, the money at that point, though, or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's just about, like, the level that mm-hmm. you guys, that, you know, it's so hard to cross that that fucking level. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, first you place, man, that, like, we yeah. 10 years to finally get one. It could have easily one. not happened. Yeah. You know? it's it's that's And insane. that's the thing is that, is that, is that for people, and, and me and Brian talk about this all the time, for people doing this now... You can buy a laptop and you can get crack software and you can just start making beats and it was not it the process now is different than the process was. Word. And, you know, I mean we're not old timers, but it's 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 it was there were way more steps to it and, and there's a way there's a sorry, there's a huge difference between a beat maker and a producer. Mm-hmm. A what beat, is that difference a, to you? A beat maker can a beat maker can make take trap beats right now. 
it wouldn't be that hard for somebody that's not really that musical of a person to take together like Fruity Loops, stuff like that, and make it sound like something that's behind an artist, maybe. Okay. But a producer, from the very first second to when you to the artist to the artist enters in, and you shape it and you you do everything to make it sound right. There's 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 a there's a way more steps. Word. Like yeah. I want to hear what you. Yeah. Well, I mean, even well, I don't know how to describe. Yeah. It. I mean, it's everything from like just how the vocal like it's just the input. Like you know, like you said, making the beat is one thing, but. You know, let's say the artist like the hook isn't right or something like that, or you, it's just, you know, having an ear and knowing what to change, or you know, let's say adding certain sounds, and you know, I just feel like just being musical and knowing, you know, knowing what to do. I don't know. A lot of people nowadays are they just make beats, but they don't really know music, you know, and they pass mm. it off. Yeah, and it's like you know, which is cool. I mean, no, no shade, but like you know, if you get in with, if you actually get in with the artists. And the artist is in a certain key, and you're in the wrong key. Like, do you know that you're in the wrong key? Like, do you know how to fix that? Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know, it's just, you know, a lot of things. Like, being a producer is like knowing that, knowing how to fix things, knowing it's how to make it sound immersive. better. Yeah. Whereas a beat maker, you just make the beat, and they pass it off, and like, you know, they're, they're out of there. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, if you want uh, the artist to be doing something different yeah, or, exactly. or change something, knowing how to communicate with them mm-hmm. as an artist with an ego... Yeah, and we have egos too, but yeah. but it's a, a, a slightly different form. Right. You know, speaking mm-hmm. to them in a way that you get them to do what you want them to do without yeah. offending them, yeah. with keeping them in a really good mood, mm-hmm. and and making it even better. Mm-hmm. So naturally, it's you, a choice of words. It's like mm-hmm. everything. You, know? you have right. a vision as a producer. You have a vision, and so it's just like mixing with the artist and getting your vision across. You know, and just having the the best product possible. Where back to you know back to like we we're saying, beat makers. It's just they don't. You know, you could just make a beat and pass it off. But if you know, they might not know how to make the hook sound bigger. They or, might not know how to put a bridge on there. Or, you know, yeah. things like that. Were there moments that y'all were like, because it, it 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 takes time to get to the point, not only to be comfortable to be able to like. Talk to an artist, know how to go work around the ego without offending. But like the initial steps, like you guys probably did offend motherfuckers, and like you guys probably did, you know, not know exactly how you wanted to communicate it at the time. Like, what was that process like for you guys to be able to like build into that confidence as producers, and also find like the critical moments and the critical critical cues that you were able to express to them. With making them comfortable with going outside of their comfort zone, like that, it's a very delicate. It's a it's a lesson yeah. in psychology. Yeah, basically, if you can read people, you do a short read, you kind of see how people yeah. react to certain things, yeah. and then you're like, all right, I need to pull back. Some people are like, no, nah, let me tell tell me exact like. Mm-hmm. Some people like tough love, Word. you know, and, and some pe- people need to be handled yeah. with care. Yeah, and and. And that, that's really what it is. And and if you you could have the most amazing artist, but if you get them in the wrong headspace, you'll you'll you will not make a good song ever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's so it's you about really vibe, only, man. Yeah. Yeah. Creating one, yeah. one chance to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's the thing. When you're in, in the you know just creating, it's just it's all about vibe. You know, if the vibe is off, you're not going to come up with nothing good. It's, you know, so you just 
it's all about just having fun, man. Just the energy, yeah. You know, and just you know being cool with the artists and just having a rapport with them, where you know they trust you and, and vice versa. And, and mm-hmm. we've been fortunate to work with a lot of just really nice, cool people, and that's what we enjoy. Like if someone's a dick, you know, that we, session. We're, yeah. we're we're lucky enough now that we we you know we have man we have people in place that we can actually make a phone call halfway through a session mm-hmm. and certain certain sessions mm-hmm. and be like this is wrong. Yeah. That's there's no more. Yeah. yeah, and and we don't have to be the bad guys. That's yeah. that's another good thing. Mm-hmm. When you take a step up, you don't have to be the bad guy. You have a buffer Word. to where you can. I can be like smile in your face and all, all the shit, and then go in the other room and be like, get this fucking person out of here. Yeah. yeah. You know? So let's talk about that because, like, as creators, the team is a very important piece. Like, you guys built your sound and craft, and it took ten years to get that placement, and then. You know, I don't know if you guys have had multiple managers along the road or different people coming in helping or whatnot. Yes. But then once you guys, you know, it takes an army to really get creatives to pop off. Mm-hmm. And wh- how is that for you being that, you know, it's so yes important no. I mean, to have re- a team. Yeah, really. I mean, our, our from the day, our day one was like our it lawyer. It does take a village, though. Yeah. It, but, you know, it, yes, and, like, I will say yes and no because, yeah, okay. you know, we always had people, we've had management and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, it was always Mac and I in the trenches. You know, like it was Absolutely. always us putting, you know, like, you know, yeah, you can have a, a pub deal with the, with the company and stuff and they say they'll do this and that. But at the end of the day, like you have to put in the work yourself. Work. You know and, what I'm saying? Now, and, 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 I, and I, I will say this, if it wasn't for our first initial brush with the manager, he he kind of kind of did something against the rules and he kind of blackballed himself but left us in a beautiful place Word. to 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 get a deal done and if that deal didn't get done that we would have no career we i mean we really i don't know i don't know what, what would be happening right now wow but um, he went he went against the rules and he's now fucked but you know he knows who he is <laughs> but uh, but um yeah but uh, yeah our lawyer you know he's been for our day one he's always had our best yeah. interest Jeff Word. Sacro Jeff Sacro um, so know. we just have to say he's, yeah. he's like a father figure like he's really yeah. he makes sure the deals are good man so don't come at us with no bullshit yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeff, and Jeff is gonna see it and yeah. it won't go down <laughs> and I I've shout heard, out to Jeff I've heard he's a real asshole to us he's a sweetheart he's amazing so to us. you don't want to see him well and, that, and that's a thing get a good lawyer number one yeah yeah I mean definitely. I mean at this point so going back to like the cut with um jasmine after that cut now people are coming to you guys right now you're starting to see a little more of that happen like more opportunities are coming to you versus a little bit yeah but it's the first time you guys are probably really seeing that like at a different level um now music like shifts from being creators to like oh shit this is the music fucking business Mm -hmm. like and when news you know talks about like how important the team is and your Mm -hmm. lawyer yeah a lot of people have to think like there's the, and that is the cool part about music, but it's like there's the art and the creative side and then there is the business side and mm-hmm. both kind of have to like blend perfectly to be super successful in this. Because yeah. um, you could have the art side amazingly well and, and make the banging mm-hmm. tracks, but your business side could be horrible Fucked and you're and making you no money. zero yeah, opportunities exactly. and you're broke and you're... It, it can mm-hmm. kill your career. Yeah, that's why you said the number one important thing: get you a good lawyer, man. Because you know that's it's hard to create and then know the business is is a whole another beast. Like you know, even to this day, like we don't know all the ins and outs. But besides, like contact I mean, contracts. But besides, are, but 
But besides mm-hmm. lawyers, I, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the switch in our heads that has to go from business to, I mean, we still, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, we take meetings. We don't, you know, we're not tethered to our lawyer. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. the, there's a way that you have to, you have to project mm-hmm. confidence in meetings and you have to know, you know, when to back off, when to, when to, you know, you definitely have to project confidence and, and, and for some reason, executives like a little bit of cockiness yeah and it's a fine line yeah mm-hmm. but they like the cockiness mm-hmm. because they're like oh they're young kids they're like they're they're in the moment this, this is it like they're it they're all sorts of bullshit it is what it is but at the end of the day the switch in our heads that has to go from creative mm-hmm. to business it's it's a difficult switch. It's two. Mm-hmm. I mean, left left side, right side. Yeah. When did, when did that switch really take form for y'all? I mean, shit. It sounds like you said taking meetings and uh, well, and and, oh, and almost uh, accidentally because when we were doing that, when we were mixing Miguel's record, and we were uh, in with Manny Marikin, we were acting like us, and we so we blocked off the whole. One day we blocked off the whole parking lot, and we had a cookout. <laughs> and nobody, we didn't know that nobody did that shit. Like everybody's like menu book. I want oxtail. Like it's just that's what people do. So mm-hmm. that made everybody at Larrabee like mm-hmm. at that moment like love it. We're really? like we're doing the food yeah. and the assistance. We don't know that's not mm-hmm. like not what people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's just who we yeah. are. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like at the end of the day, you know, if you're just personable and people like you, it's like you, it'll go a long way. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah, just being a people person, really. Just your your communication with people, and just being able to you know maneuver in these streets with with your word, like that, you know, it goes a long way. Yeah. So Janae and 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 Miguel and Janae were really the two springboards in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really Miguel the first. Yeah, well, Miguel was first. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I remember that. Uh, I remember that pretty much like the exact mm-hmm. day where like. Bro, were you rolled up in your new car, man? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like as funny as it was, like, yeah. you, you, I remember you said to me, like, yo, I've been working, like, I think you said, like, I've been working over ten years for this car. It was, it wasn't ten years, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, but it was, but it, it, was uh, it, it was at that point, like with Miguel, it took it, with Miguel. I remember specifically taking about four years to to to, to get that sound, to get mm-hmm. that thing, and to get the mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, ten years as far as when we actually like, started yeah, producing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But like just yeah. The, all the work that got up to like, mm-hmm. okay, like now I'm a, I'm a working mm-hmm. producer. Like I have a real career. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Like and yeah. you can keep well, the lights on. Yeah, yeah, you can keep the lights on. And that so, but that really happened with Miguel. The mm-hmm. Mama We Made It moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that. Yeah. So what was that yeah. like? Like Mama. The, the record. The record is mixed. You know the mm-hmm. release date's mm-hmm. coming up. Like what were those days like leading up to that? And did you? foresee the success that it was gonna have like that it did well this thing when we got our deal it was already kind of like success we got our deal after like you know the song had hit number one and stuff like that do you mean miguel or do you mean uh, personally published like because i mean we always believed in miguel we knew that there would be a point where time would catch up with sound and people Mm. would accept it because like i'm gonna say it again gotcha like the weekend uh 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 you know like uh there's there's artists like that would not have worked at that time, Word. you know, and 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 they were that. So that that moment, we, I, we didn't really 
try to put too much weight on it because yeah. we didn't want to get yeah, like we were just happy that it happened. It was just happy to see our, our hard work finally a out check. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. a check, you know, just to see it actually like, you know, the, the hard work being in the studio to being actually hearing your song on the radio and, you know, seeing, a, yeah, like the, the yeah, seeing a video and like, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. It's, you know, you call, yeah. you called me mm-hmm. and I was, and we were just like, we were on the phone mm-hmm. talking to each other while mm-hmm. watching it and being mm-hmm. like, <laughs> And then I went downstairs. <laughs> that's from the, the shit. <laughs> yeah, from forty-seven eleven, mm-hmm. and because that's where I was. And I went down because someone had a cable. One person had a cable out of like forty. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Phil. And uh, <laughs> and so so I caught the second half of the video, and uh, at that point it was already like it, it, it was starting. I was like, all right. Like we can do this, and we can, we can, we can do this. That's amazing. Fuck so yeah. after them, like, who are who have been some of your? I want to get into like artists that you guys will work with, and like kind of talk about the experiences a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, who who are some of the artists that you work with, and like what what have those experiences been like? Good, bad, wild, ugly. Like how how has that how has that been for you guys? Like who. Who are some of y'all's favorite artists that you've gotten to work with? Mm. Um, yeah, well, like you know, so preference it with like Miguel and Jenny, like that's really how we got our start, you know. So once they start taking off and blowing up, you know, obviously we've been getting more work, and we've yeah. been working a lot now with a lot of new artists because, like, you know, people see that you know we we help them go from you know being unsigned to signed to like having Grammy nominations and just blowing up. So you know, so I guess like a lot of you know A and Rs and labels will bring us new artists and things like that. Um, it's because yeah, because a lot of people can get a, get a song on, um, but it's it's actually I mean if you think about you know like other uh, like producers that have actually taken an artist from beginning to to getting a deal, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's actually very hard, it's yeah. not that's that's what where we excel, yeah. which is the opposite of everybody yeah. else that mm-hmm. can maybe get like a placement here or there, mm-hmm. but like we'll mm-hmm. if we believe in you, we will get you that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. So yeah. So I started, you know, so yeah, with Miguel, and then you took years, you know, with Miguel and, and Janae, and so we just recently been in studio with Yuna. Wow. Um, so we just wrapped up her project. But going back to you talking about like the, just working with people, like yeah, both you know Miguel and Janae, is, you know, they're just amazing people, it's the nicest people ever. Absolutely. You know, the vibe is always insane, is incredible. Bro. And like I said, you know, at the end of the day, like we're fans of them. Like so, yeah. when we do a track and they write to it, it's kind of like it's fun to just sit back and see what they do because yeah. you know at the, we're, like we're fans so just hearing them over our tracks is one thing but then when you hear the incredible song that comes out of it it's like that's what's fulfilling to me um so you know but working with them is amazing like they're, they're great people it's also and, great to see if they're human like us yeah you know yeah, like cause exactly, we'll yeah. have those days where we're like man like this shit is whack today but every everybody every artist every has those days where they don't feel creative, yeah, and 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 that that was big with Miguel and Janae, seeing mm. that they took time like we take time, mm, exactly, yeah, seeing that that they're not perfect, you know, mm-hmm. but they get there, yeah, yeah. that's what matters. It's yeah. the, it's the I, uh, I mean, it's beaten fifteen minutes. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. how often <laughs> we hear this? So you, it's it's so dope. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it took you fifteen minutes or fifteen days. Yeah. I just want to hear that shit. Yes. Some songs come quick, but you know we've had songs take you know weeks, months. Yeah. Like you know, you just go back, you touch it up, and you know. So, but um, but yeah, and so you know, Yuna, yeah, we wrapped up her project, and she's another amazing person to she, work yeah, with. She's like, a, she's we 
New York to Tech because we love her voice and Word. and furthermore she's, amazing, she's an amazing yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of the nicest people that you could ever hope yeah. to. So we've just been fortunate, man. Like we really haven't had any like super dicks to work with. So Word. you know. Yo, we're back. What, y- what y'all didn't know is that we took a little, me and Mac took a little smoke break. We're both smoke. chain smokers like a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Back in the mix. Mama, you, me? you already know. Mama knows Mama. this. My mom actually cried the first time that she saw me smoking a cigarette because I actually got her to quit. Like, I was that little kid that was like, <laughs> bro, I used to live in the summit in Woodland Hills, right? Shout out to fucking DJ Quick because he lived there too. I was like a little fat Persian kid and always mobbing with Quick. <laughs> but my mom would be smoking and I'd fucking hate it. And I'd be like yelling at her like, stop smoking, brother. It's going to kill you. You're going to die. All this like young fucking sixth grade Nushi thugging, bro. And she'd have parties and she'd tell me she quit. And my room was overlooking our patio. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, imagine the heartbreak for a mom. She'd be like, I quit. And I'd literally be in the window looking at the blind. I'd see her smoking. Bro, and I'd knock on the window. And I'd look at her and be like, I'd be pointing at her. And I'd with, with, a tear, her. with a tear coming out from his eye. I'd see her freaking out like... She literally throw it out. Oh my god! Oh my god! Bro. I found out my mom smoked because there was a soda in the car, and oh I started drink. God. I started drinking it, and oh I was like, <laughs> inside the car with the windows up, I spit it out all over. It was a bunch of cigarette butts. Oh, oh so, <laughs> so she she thought she was slick, but I was like, I was six. Oh my god! And I fucking just spit cigarettes and all over. But um, yeah, you know, with all these people bashing smoking, I'm gonna say we don't know what e-cigarettes do yet. Absolutely, you're right. <laughs> and I'm not saying that they're they're probably better, whatever. But still, we don't know. That should yeah. might give you radio. I mean, look, everybody has their vices. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. So I some I don't more trust than trust nobody that don't have no vices. Absolutely, yeah. bro. You, know, you feel me? I don't know. Yeah. If you don't have no vices, I don't know if I can trust you. Barack, <laughs> Barack Obama smoked cigarettes. Hey, there you, you feel me? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a role model. <laughs> <laughs> and he Yo, listens to crazy, Yuna. How crazy would that be to smoke a stove with Barack? That's I'd my love to that's smoke my dream. Joint with Barack. That's bro. my new dream. You know what I'm saying? That would be fucking that's, monumental. That's my new. That's my new dream. Not even weed, because that's like, oh, okay, yeah, you expect a cigarette. Because now it's the hard, the hardcore you, cigarette. When you smoke <laughs> fucking Marlboro, when you smoke a cigarette in Santa Monica, people look at you like you're a fucking child molester, bro. Like, really? Bro, that, that's Cal- what it's like. Hold on, in really? Calabasas, bro. I didn't know they implemented like a fucking ordinance where you can't smoke in the yeah, city. That's how Santa Monica is. Santa Monica, right? Beverly, Santa Monica is like that too. All yeah, these fucking spots. Like, even outside, you can't smoke. Well, Only you, in your you, house, though. But you like, can't smoke if outside. You the, of, if you go to the promenade, you can't smoke. You, you can, really? Like, not on the promenade. You can smoke on like, you know, the side, like, side <laughs> streets. But like, yeah. yeah. Bro, you're right. Like, uh, no people smoking. look at you like you're a motherfucking you're a child, child molester, bro. It's and, insane. And I want to say, I don't smoke around little kids if I'm like. Yes. Yes. I will throw a cigarette out in front of a little I, I hide it. I don't throw it out. I I mean, respect. That's fucking, respect. Waste. That's fucking wasteful. I feel you. My bad. <laughs> True. But, um, but yeah, enough about that. But yeah, uh, smoke a cigarette with Barack Obama That'd be before he gets out of weird. office. That, 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 that's, that's, That'd be fucking epic, bro. Oh, God. And 
So, you know, so we were talking, and and this is something I really want to touch on because like you guys have have had such an incredible journey, right? And and like I'd love to touch on like, you know, what success really means to y'all individually and and as the fisticuffs, and also like what 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 from what you guys have have learned on this long and gorgeous journey of yours like what what are your your what's your wisdom to not only like the younger you right but to cats coming up in this game like if you could impart on them wisdom outside of like you know what i'm saying just the natural that are, that have been told like what does it really mean to y'all and like what 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 is that x factor that you need to really have Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, get you there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, you know, like we were saying, hard work, time. Um, back to what I was saying, like, you know, I always tell people when they ask me, like, what's the one thing you could tell me? Like, it, you know, stuff just takes time. You can't expect it just to happen. And a good um, a good example of this is, so it's at 4711, that studio that we were in, um, actually, or right when Matt got there, like, um, I shared that space with a bunch of other producers. So we had like 1,500 there. Word. BJ, the Chicago kid, was in there with us. Um, who else? I'm, I'm missing some people. But, um, oh, James Fauntleroy, you know. Damn, all that's historic, in the, bro. And so I say that yeah, to I say. I picking him up from Inglewood mm-hmm. with just sweatpants on. That's right. You guys but shared that. Now he's, high, yeah. now he's high fashion. But, yeah. but, but, I, but I say all that to say is like, you know, that was like years ago. And it's crazy to see like, you know, everyone – you know, everyone came up, like, you know, doing their own different things. Like, we all went our separate ways, but, like, it just took time, like, years. But then you start seeing, like, you know, 1500 James, you know, Thundercat, like, BJ, like, you know, us. Like, you know, we just, you just put that work in. And, and like, you know, it shows that, like, if you stick to it, like, it'll pop off eventually. So everyone that was there, you know, like I said, we went our separate ways, but everyone worked hard, and we all are just, you know, doing our things. and fucking grind, So, you know, so I'm just, I say that to say, like, you just got to put that work in. Like, you know, if you're talented, that's one thing, but you just got to tread the waters, man, and and, and get in there, and, you know, if you stick to it, you know, But talent in and of itself is a gift and a curse, is it not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, how important do you think, like, because, like, there's a lot of people that are talented and a lot of people that work hard, like, a lot of tons of people that have both. What about how important is it to create your own lane with all that? One hundred. If you if you want. Uh, OK, I think if you want to uh, at the end of the day, at the end of your life, say, well, I got a song on a record once. Then cool. If you want to work and be able to work for multiple years and not just have like, you know, we have people that come and go. They'll have a huge two years. Like right now what comes to mind is future. You know, in five years, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he'll reinvent himself. Yeah. Maybe something. But um, he's the biggest thing in the club in the last year. And I have a feeling, but so was Chingy. Word. You know, You're right. Um, uh before that tranny came out and just obliterated his shit, you know what I'm saying? You, you can't. You <laughs> Let's can't, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did. You did. Shit, you lame. But um, you can't tell somebody to be different. You're just born different. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's the way that you think about something or the way that you do something. Uh, you know, to be truly original, it's it's not something that you can give advice about. Did you have cats 
along this journey that you looked up to work ethic wise and like naturally you guys have artists that you look up to right mm-hmm. like cats from way back in the day that inspired y'all to do this music shit to, that inspired you to even want to pick up an instrument mm-hmm. or create or even think yeah. about pursuing this path but did you guys have mentors in the game that really like made it a reality for y'all to embrace what working hard really is to kind of navigate certain waters and, and really mm-hmm. see things yeah. in, in a way that like really transformed your acumen from from balancing just creativity to like understanding the the mend of creativity and commerce mm-hmm. and just like that journey to to greatness there's no formula for success mm-hmm. no no one path is linear but Mm-hmm. There, are, there are definitely building blocks that that really need to be put in place and developed to get to a level of success, like to mm-hmm. be prepared yeah. for success. Because so many people want to be on, mm-hmm. right? But they break down from that opportunity because they're not equipped. Like that hard work you guys put years and years and years and years and years in. Yeah. But it built your foundation to where you guys had your sound mm-hmm. and you're able to continue to build and push your own sound forward. Were there people in this career of your guys' that, that really helped mold that for y'all and were, were, were instrumental in, in having that become a reality? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, no. Yeah. I, say, I don't think there's an actual no. person that was I, like... There's, there's Shout out a, to none of the mentors, y'all. No, no, <laughs> I, I, say, say, no, no, I mean, we had people uh, we looked up to. Mentorship, yeah. mentorship, yeah, it's, it's, mentorship, and then uh, influence like looking yeah, up to someone okay. are like, to me, are black and white. Word. Mm-hmm. A mentor is somebody that sees something in you. Okay. And, and, and could be a good enough person to, 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 to pass on something to you. To, like, like, like we're saying with the Jasmine placement being our first place. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being helped on. That's like a mentor. Word. To me. Um, uh, in terms of the hours, there, was some, there were people that, wow, they do mm-hmm. that. Like, like mm-hmm. talking about Manny Madikin. Like mm-hmm. doing yeah. so many hours, it's ridiculous. But again, stuff like mixing and stuff like producing and music making are different. You know, Word. One... Yeah, there was no one to tell us to do the work. Like, it just no. came naturally. Like, we, you know, that's the thing. Like, we loved that we did. It was fun. So it was automatic that we would just be up till 5, 6, 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning, just creating. Like, no one told us to do that. Yeah. It was well, just, you know, kind of us doing that. And then, like you, like you said, there was no specific mentor. I mean, there's people we looked up to and influences, you know, people's music that we liked and stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, you know, back to what I was saying, Mac and I in, in the trenches, like, we were just working and, you know, doing our own shit. And was, what, it I wasn't mean, even till five, six, seven, eight. There were three day, there were three day blocks with an hour nap. I mean, like, how do you? How if do you, we were on a roll, you yeah, know, like mm-hmm. it's just like no. There's, there's no one to teach you that. You just gotta feel it. Like it's just you know, if you, it just comes natural. If you, I mean, if you want to do it, you're gonna do it. Is yeah, there yeah. another us? Like, mm-hmm. like there's people that are more, way more successful. Yeah, you know. Um, I, but I, I like our blend of originality and success together because you can't, you can't, the first person to do, it's always the second or third person to come along that actually reaps the yeah. full mm-hmm. benefits Absolutely. of what the first person or second person, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not saying with the first person, we're the best, but just we have a good blend of, of integrity Mm-hmm. And creativity. Yeah, I mean, when you t- it's crazy. Like when you talk about working hard, I mean, it's 
Yeah, like you said something like you want to know what boogie boarding's like, or you wish you could <laughs> yeah. go. You, could, you wish you could go like take a day at boogie board. Like, like when you really get, it's easy to say like, oh, you just got to work hard. Um, but like, really, what does that like? What does that mean beyond the hours of of? Okay, so you do you know three days, you know sleep, and, and you're in and out, in and out. But like, how do you stay motivated during that? How do you really, truly like dedicate and stay committed and stay disciplined hearing in, that, in all those things? Hearing that final product, like when you work on a good song like that you really like and you know that you created it like yourself and with the artist, like to me that's like the best feeling. Like when we do a song and it's dope and I really like it and I could just play that shit, like yeah, that's you know that's where I get the enjoyment from. Like if it makes money and it becomes a hit, you know that's just a bonus. Hopefully, you know, because I mean that you know, should that shouldn't be your goal. Yeah, your you goal know. should be to make make good music mm -hmm. and then if you make money from it you're one of mm -hmm. the the lucky one, one out of mm -hmm. i don't know what the fucking odds are mm -hmm. but they're very right now and with 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 the way royalties work now as opposed to 10 years ago mm -hmm. i mean we're talking about this or like you, you could have a placement on a brandy record and buy a house mm -hmm. now you have to have 20 placements to buy a house and sing, yeah, it's like it's it's and I was yeah and I and and I bring that to like so iTunes for instance like back in the days albums people would eat because you know let's say you had a hit song and if you liked that song you'd have to buy the album and everyone would eat you know yeah. but nowadays iTunes made it to where you can individually buy the song so yeah. that kind of like killed albums yeah. you know yeah. if there's a hit record you just buy that one song <laughs> so now you have you know for instance with, with Janae like the worst it went platinum. But the album is not even gold, which is crazy. Like, you know, back in the days, that would have been more balanced out. Like, the album could have, you know, the album could have went platinum and everybody would have ate. And, but it's just like, you know, now you just, it's all about individual sales. And Is that a necessary checks and balances, though? Because I feel like at the same time, like, back in the day, like, you had albums that were, like, three or four hot songs and the rest were just, like... Exactly. But that's that, the thing. And that's, and that's, yeah. that's what we fight against, though. Yeah. I mean... We, we fight against that, but, like, but that was just the benefit, like you said. Like, you could have been on an album cut on an album, but the album went three times platinum. Yeah. Everybody's eating, you know. It's yeah. just, it was... The money was flowing a lot. Well yeah. back in the day. You know, so, I mean, yeah. Like, I, there was a lot of times I'd buy an album and be disappointed. You know, that, yeah. that would suck. But, like, you know, but now it's like you just have the opportunity to buy and the song People you like don't and, realize how many people need to make money off an album because... For, for, for the person that's making a million dollars, there's 30, 40, 50 people that are making 10, you know, $20 off of something like assistants in studios, uh, you know, runners, uh, receptionists, uh, all the things, all the cogs that make a machine work. Mm -hmm. People don't think about that. Like, I remember South Park did an episode where they were making fun of, oh, really? well, you don't make enough money. I'm Britney Spears. But they, completely fucked it up because there's all these people that have to eat and it creates jobs yeah so ultimately jobs tons of jobs have been lost yep. tons of labels have fucking folded word you know nobody's in the black anymore like there's a i think last year one def jam was in the black and that was it damn and that's crazy like to me you know so so i just think that um People that people that think that everybody that that, that that's involved with this is rich or that that's a misconception. Yeah. yeah. So, let, let, let's so, talk about that money for a second, like from the standpoint of like rich and wealth and all that, because like I'm sure you you know perception, the, the 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 boundaries between perception and reality are like really blurred because cats can look at y'all and and be like, oh bro, you had this that and the other, and you guys have to be on, mm -hmm. right? But you were talking earlier offline about you know 
how you guys, like, especially producers, are paid in like sums and chunks at mm-hmm. a certain time. Yeah. And and you know, there could be there could be back to back stretches where y'all are just like banging them out mm-hmm. and seeing checks come in and and you know on a regular basis. And there mm-hmm. also could be a period of yeah. whether oh, like outside of your mm-hmm. control, even whether it's contractual dispute or whether it's like something going on with the artist camp or mm-hmm. the label or this that. Yeah. Sometimes a big lump sum check needs to be able to stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't get paid. That's the one thing. Like, if we got paid hourly, man, I, we'd be, you know, <laughs> super straight. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's why I would say, you know, yeah, you, you get paid. And, you know, especially with the music business, they give you a chunk of money. And a lot of people don't realize this is like they don't tax you. You know, yes. so you tax. get, let's say, you know, for you, if you're selling a track for, you know, say, you know, $30,000 or whatever, 40000 you get that. You're like, oh, okay, I'm good. But it's like, okay, you got to remember, you know, 30% or whatever is, yeah. you know, they don't, five, they don't take that. 5% for a lawyer. Yeah, you got a lawyer. 5% you got. for a business manager, yep. which is, you know, mm-hmm. 15 to 20%. 15 to 20 for a manager. manager. So, and then taxes, you know. So you're looking at 30, you know. And this is, you're talking about off the advance. Yeah, just yeah. off of your, yeah. 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 And so, so, you know, so people get yeah. this money and they think, okay, you know, I just got 40 racks, I'm good. But like, you know, really you got to think about all this, you know, you got to put some money away. Um, you know, otherwise Uncle Sam's gonna get you at the end of the year. And then, yeah. like we were saying, you know, you never know when the next check's coming. Yeah. So you, you, it's you gotta make it. Yeah, well, yeah. And also with the advances, it's like, it's really like, I mean, it's a high interest loan. It's high interest it's loan. Like, exactly. I mean, like, exactly. it's not like here's the money and then all of a sudden your world mm-hmm. is gonna come right after you. Like, mm-hmm. you're not only, say the check is, say you get a, you know, $250,000 check, mm-hmm. you're, you gotta make at least whatever your percentage is, but like, what three hundred, maybe three hundred thousand plus before you even see a penny, mm-hmm. because you're you're paying the interest plus the, uh, the before you see a net, yeah, before you see a net, yeah, exactly. And 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 a lot of people also don't realize that you don't if your deals for three hundred fifty thousand dollars. They don't hand you a fucking giant oversized check. <laughs> no, it's gonna three hundred fifty thousand dollars. You're gonna get your first payment, exactly. and your first payment's gonna get taxed. And this is that. Your song, your and 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 publishing companies are terrible at making uh, uh, your song commitments unreachable, and your and your recoupment fees unreachable. Really, so, so a lot of people are stuck in these deals. I, yeah, I mean, I, like, our, we've been blessed with yeah. our deals with our song commitments, but I know some people that are you know if you're a producer, and, and there's two of us. Think about that too. You're a producer, and you know, you have a six song commitment. That's really a twelve song commitment because really? you get fifty. You're splitting it with the artist. Yeah, six yeah. songs, but at hundred percent. So yeah, well, and and you know. and what and you have to also know like what actually qualifies as a deliverable is like mm-hmm. you. Okay, it's not like oh my god, I just cut six songs or I just cut twelve songs. Is how many? How, first of all, how much? How many writers are on that? Is exactly. your percentage of that? Because yeah, and we're then, still talking about fifty percent. So you might even be more. You might have to do yeah. 15, 20 say, songs. Say, say there's six, seven writers on there. that's mm-hmm. cut down. Yeah. Then you have to look. Okay, does that? Did that song make it? Not on a just you know someone's album. Didn't make it on a major release major, that was yeah, distributed worldwide. Be. And is did it come out as a hard copy? Yeah. That's a new thing. That's that's from mm-hmm. our first deal to our second deal. That 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 was like like. In, really uh, uh had changed that it had to be a physical release yeah really? so these i these uh exclusive itunes album sales doesn't count so yeah so if you're if you're looking how to reach your you know your 12 songs when you sign that deal and you're like oh no i got a six song commitment 
you think you're gonna go make six songs that year and you're gonna be good and start making no 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 you it might you might be locked in we know we all know several people that are locked in that haven't even reached three four songs exactly. yeah, it's, it's hard to just years. get one so let alone like you you know and when one is 50 and yeah. one is one half yeah, <laughs> you gotta think too like when on, on an album you have nowadays it's like you know 10 to 12 songs like slots it's an 11 song cap 11, yeah so you know those are that's not a lot of slots especially for people that are you know you have these big name dudes that are you know obviously going to be on some of these albums so i mean it's just it's hard just to get one placement you know yeah so let alone like you got to do like you were saying you know you know whatever your deal is but yeah, man, it's just it's you know it's was that was that two years ago where where one album went platinum? Yeah, was that or, two? Yeah. It, was it was like Taylor Swift. Was two, was like the Taylor only Swift album to go one platinum album in that whole year that, that year, just, and it was that was the worst worst year in the history because this last year there were, there were like three. Yeah, now we're they're hard. starting to add the streams now, so yeah. that like helps. But. Yeah, they're they're starting to they, you know Spotify and stuff like that. They're they're, they're finding ways to collect more. But now you have stuff like Apple Music. We were talking about having this conversation the other day. Where how much how much is it that you pay? It's like, you pay? Yeah, ten dollars right for you know mm-hmm. per month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you gotta think you have the whole iTunes catalog, so you have all these people splitting percentages of pennies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, the, yeah, the people at the top, you know, getting the ten dollars, like they're cool. But you have all the artists that are all splitting this ten dollars per person. Like it's it's, it's crazy. Apple's yeah. Apple's winning, yeah. You know, so, not you know. not not the art. That's that's who's getting rich off well, it because they can just. And even when you're looking at streaming, I mean, getting, getting super nerdy, like artists get paid a better rate than songwriters. That's another thing. So artists are getting paid higher rates per stream than songwriters are. You know, so mm-hmm. if like. You guys are songs. You're not artists. Mm-hmm. So like, and they do shows, which they can make. The and shows, and then, shows that's, where they yeah. make, that's where they make their money yeah, you, now. Yeah, the, the touring emerge. So like, when you see yourself. As a producer, like, do you ever think about, uh, you know, diversifying or do, trying to do other things? Like you said, the scoring, mm-hmm. um, other ways to like. S- we, now we've, we've thought about putting together a, like I'm, you know, I mean, we we've right now we we want to do a couple more artists, but like at a, at a point putting together, you know, uh, you know, a DJ, a, a DJ type set, uh, and I don't mean EDM. I don't yeah. mean, but I mean doing our our own way that we can, you know, have we have a lot of friends like like you're saying, all, all connected, get them all together, you know, maybe do a set at Co- you know Coachella third stage, but that's that's really how you get paid. Yeah. So, I mean, well, so what about artists go drink drink for an hour at a club and they get fifteen thousand dollars? Well, insane, have right? you guys have you guys ever thought about signing writers to you? Yeah, guys? That's another thing we were yeah. talking about too. Like it was uh, you know starting our own situation. Because um, I feel like at this point, you know, it's like we can, you know, start signing. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get a certain amount of capital first before you can do that. Yeah, yeah. So you but can't, you can't just be like, trust me. No, 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 <laughs> no. no, no. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna want to give them an advance, but then at yeah. that point, you guys can sign writers, exactly. develop yeah. them under your wing, yeah. and then there's a, another business. I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot yeah. of people are doing that, but that's that's something to always think about. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely thought about. No, that. We, in the world of like, when you're talking to that kid in, you know, who's, you know in high school aspiring to be a producer mm-hmm. it's like what is the future of a producer it's, it's it goes well beyond the beat you know mm-hmm. it, yeah. it it's like hey how do you really build from what you guys started doing together as collaborating as musicians to now this is we we're working but now how do you make a real career that's going to extend to the long term and the honest answer is that is that since we now we have the power to do to do that yeah and 
I have, I, 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 I don't, we haven't come to, I mean, we're all, we're always in the, we're pretty much always in agreement. I mean, like in terms of like, is, is this person hot or not? Like, yeah. you know, we, we, th- we, th- we, 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 we haven't had that person yet. Word. And yeah. when we do, yeah, we're, we're going to take, for, you know, we're, we're going to take, picky, we're going to so. take them. No, but mm. when we do, we're going to take them all the way to where they are. Totally. You know, they, they can have a career such as ours, Word. not be like super under our wing, like the way like Memphis Bleak was to Jay-Z. Like mm-hmm. we want to build our songwriters yeah. to be have them shine free, mm-hmm. freestanding units, I guess. But we we get that bread, Absolutely. you know, because we gave you we opened that door. For yeah. you. And there's a lot of development. I mean, there's all from mm-hmm. the experience you guys did, the, all those hours you're putting in, every, all, mm-hmm. everything that you guys went through is very, very valuable. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hardest. That's the hardest part. Is mm-hmm. we, I mean, we we could get someone a meeting with whoever they want now, but it took us, like you mm-hmm. said, ten almost ten years to open the door for ourselves. So we're not going to give that up mm-hmm. lightly. But even even like as a on a creative side, like under like what you guys were saying, like understanding how to work with artists, understanding how to take someone from A to Z. Mm-hmm. All those things that you guys learn to do and get really, really good at, it takes many, many hours and mm-hmm. years to get good at that. That doesn't mm-hmm. happen just like off the fly. Yeah. And it takes a year or two, you know, like for us to put in that much work, like, you know, we knew Miguel was going to be a star. We knew Janae was going to be a star. Yeah. You know, we just we finished Eunice Project. So, you know, I mean, I see it in her. Hopefully that, that happens. Um, but, you know, it's just like you got to have an ear for it, too. And, 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 Miguel and, and Miguel and Janae both took over two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. It's a. It takes a yeah. long takes time, time bro. Yeah, yeah. So. Miguel was in, in the neighborhood of like about four years. Janae a little mm-hmm. less. I Let mean, me ask just, you because she already had her established. You know, is band. there is there an artist or or some artist that you guys like love their sound and just haven't gotten an opportunity to work with them yet? But like, are there any artists out there that you guys are like itching to work with? Or how does that even go with y'all? Well, Brian hit me to uh, this girl named Doja Cat. Oh, word. I've heard and about her. I, like, and of course, mm-hmm. I was like, that's just hot. That's just hot. Yeah. And then we get a call that mm-hmm. uh, what I don't know how to play that. How, how did it play out? Like, how did it actually happen? Yeah, it was through management, actually. But yeah, I, actually, yeah, one of my friends hit me to her and you know, I played it for Mac. But yeah, she was someone, you know, dope. Um, you know, not really big, so yeah. you know, it was kind of like okay, just kind of yeah, just kind of like <laughs> just you know, put, put, keep our eye on her. But then, like, it's just funny how how things work out, and we're actually going in with her like you know next week. So, nice. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes. But um, but it was really cool because in that instance, a very very mm-hmm. rare thing happened. The, pro- the yeah, producer, producer reached out, reached out, really, and was like, mm-hmm. which which tells me already. I, I'll call it right now. There was going to be great sessions because. That 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 person is is somebody that's willing to reach out and say, "Hey, I don't," because we always just say this, "Hey, I don't want to do a whole album." Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know you need a little diversity, but you also need it to flow. Yeah, he gets it. Mm-hmm. That's her producer. Awesome. Yeah, and I feel like it's, you know, like if we had our own situation, like you were saying, like we never want to do a whole project, but like having a good ear, you know, I feel like we know a lot of dope producers. So, you know, we would take it that way. Like, you know, we would do some stuff, but then we would reach out to whoever we need to reach out to and, um, you know, get the get the best product. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to them for, you know, reaching out to us and hopefully we can get some amazing things going on. So. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Is there, is there any, like, 
Is there any huge artists that, that you guys would want to work with? Um, like anyone, like just like ideal, like you've been like, <laughs> you love them and, and you want to work with them? Even if yeah. not, like... Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's always a hard question because, you know, there's, it, you know, I mean, there's people that... want to work with like Bjork. Yeah. Or like, like you know, something thing, like that. Or, it, you know. it, people that we don't... Yeah. People, people outside the genre, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've had, you know, influences. I don't know, things change, too. It just, I mean, like I said, I, you know, uh, D'Angelo was a big influence in, in high school, so I, that'd be kind of cool. Um, but I don't know, a lot of, uh, for us, It was I a big like, influence in high school, and, and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have wanted to be able to say that I worked with, that we worked with him in, in his prime. <laughs> Uh, like, uh, like, and he's he's like, yeah, we produced Voodoo. He's still amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that, 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 oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, that was us. Yeah. But I don't know. Like you said, like just someone like just just different. Um, but you know, we're always looking for the next new thing. Like that's kind of what excites us. Yeah. You know, someone who's unknown. Like to be able to take someone who's unknown and then be like, oh damn, that's that's who Fisticuffs is working with. I remember them talking about them, and then you know, because you that's been them. y'all's like, yeah, that's that's been y'all's bread and butter is developing artists. Yeah. Like you guys have had a career in developing artists, oh, insane, and building them from inception up, mm-hmm. <laughs> insane. You feel me? That's like, mm-hmm. it's fucking wild to me, and such monumental artists. Mm-hmm. Like it's it took. Miguel mm-hmm. a shitload of time to get mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. It took Janae a shitload of time to get on, but I feel like yeah, she, having the sensei. She was, like, tour- she was touring when she was she was homeschooling like way before we met her. But she was what, what was she 13, 14 She was telling us, and like, like that's a lot of time. Yeah, that's a lot of time. But but I think that um, I think that if you look at like people like. Timbaland or the Neptunes, like and the the artists they've actually like developed. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, you know, with with the Neptunes, like Clips, and you know, Kalise was already kind of doing her thing, you know. But let's give them credit for Kalise and Clips. Yeah, but that's 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 kind of when when producers get their own labels. A lot of times, they don't really follow through so i hope that we can continue to do what we've been doing um just because like don't you feel like brian like it's like it's like more our hearts more in it yeah, or yeah. like no, definitely definitely yeah that's 100 percent. you know like i said it's just taking someone you know from being i wouldn't say unknown because i mean you know like you said these people had you know people knew about them but it's just you know, from taking them to just, you know, from a underground yeah. state to, like, now these dudes are on the Grammy stage performing and stuff like that. Like, it's just amazing to see, like, just being a part of that whole process. And, like, that's just fulfilling to us. Is it easier to work with artists when they're green? Like, have you seen mm-hmm. transitions in, in the artists you work with from, like, when 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 it started, like, it may be different now or there's just different You know, it's funny, with, with, with everyone we yeah, work they- with, they've all been cool with us. Like, you know... I mean, I don't know how it is with other people, but I mean, they're still super cool people. Like, so, you know, I will say that they, I don't think, you know, I haven't personally seen anything change with them as far as like money or success. Um, so, you know, I mean, but I think that comes with respect. Like, you know, Absolutely. we just have that respect with the, with them peoples and, and, you know. Yeah, I've seen, cause I mean, cause I've definitely seen, I've definitely seen, you know, changes, changes 
outward. Get up to the mic, baby. I'll get up to the mic, baby. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just no, I'm, 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 I'm just thinking real quick. Mind, mind you, mind I, you, I've mind seen... you. Mac has me smoking in my own house right now. He fucking like slid <laughs> out, brought the ashtray in on the creepy creeps, we'll do it, and bro. I'm like, fuck it, let's go, let's go. <laughs> you offered it at the beginning. I took all you day. all day. Um, but um, no, but uh, yes, I have noticed. I, I have noticed changes, and a lot of it has to do with less time. Word. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, exactly. And more people want them, and you can't. It, it some people might see them as they're brushing them off or something like that, but it's not it at all. Yeah. It's that how, how would they ever have time for themselves ever? Right. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. True. Jeez. So if you see, so if you, so if you're listening to this podcast right now, and someone was a jerk to you one day. They might be having a bad day. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, true story. If, you know, someone you really wanted mm-hmm. to meet. So, mm-hmm. or there are people that are just assholes, <laughs> but not the people that we work with. Work, yeah, and, exactly. And, and 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 we could be working with the biggest artists in the world, but if they treat us like shit, mm-hmm. we're out the door the next day. I feel you. Finitos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> money, money does not trump. Yeah. Like, respect, respect. Yeah. and yeah, like he says you. about vibe like we can't vibe we can't have a good session and you know that we're getting treated like shit like you know? absolutely yeah gotta, now in this day and age speaking of the time factor right yeah. you guys have, have have really built your careers on working really intimately with artists now in this day and age where it's like sending sessions and like maybe you guys like create something and create a fucking sonic landscape do you guys have a preference in working in studio with artists or sending tracks out and just having them come back yeah. like in yeah. studio. Yeah, our best success has been with the with the artists. Yeah. Like sending you make it a point to get them in. If we, we can, try. yeah. Work. But I mean some people like you back to what you're saying like they're busy, you know, and like you know, so we might have to send some stuff and just to see if they even like it whatever, but Absolutely. you know, but I I just know with our success rate it's always been when we're in with the artists and we vibe and we create a couple records and kind of see how it goes and that's yeah. kind of what And know. if we and if we've been in and if we've started work their career, you know, working with the, in the beginning of their careers, the more likely it is that we can send something and they'll receive mm-hmm. it. Word. Because, you know, you, we you already that have already. that rapport. Yeah. yeah. At, but but you know, when it comes back around to it, we find our artists coming back and coming getting in the studio with us, and they really feel like it's home. Like Word. you know, that, that Miguel and Janae, they really feel like at the end of the day, like home base. You know, not that we do everything like we. Miguel's produced his own shit in our studio mm-hmm. in, in another room, but mm-hmm. he feels like home. You know, mm-hmm. he feels like it's, it's home. a comfort level because yeah. he doesn't have to do anything for us. He knows. You know, he knows that he doesn't have to put on a show. He knows that he doesn't have to. He can, he can be, be how he is. Exactly. She can be how she is. And, and they're both luckily great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're incredible people, and, man. Mm-hmm. Dave and 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 truly. I can, and I you think know what's you, wild? You guys can both attest. You know what's really wild? Story about Miguel is I was going. Uh, <laughs> Oren had me go get blunt wraps, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that my car. Had been running on fumes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm pulling out of 4711 and I'm fucking driving and my car stops, <laughs> runs out of gas. <laughs> and this fucking sketchy ass van, this dude comes out. I'm over there like, fuck, what do I do? Like, where do I go? This sketchy ass dude, a van pulls up and like, if, if, I, if it was anybody else, I would have been like, nah, I'm good. But he's like, hey, bro, you need gas? And I was like, as a matter of fact, I do. And he's like, 
right, I'm going to go get you some gas. And I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. He, he dips off. Two minutes later, Miguel pulls up, mm-hmm. okay? He's like, yo, Primo, what's going on? I was like, bro, I ran out of gas over here. He's like, bro, do you need me to take you to the gas station and all that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'll see you at the studio because there was this one dude that just came across and told me that he'd, he'd get me you. gas. And sure enough, five minutes later, that dude pulled up, gave me gas. It was mm-hmm. all love. But it's crazy because it's Miguel amazing. has always been mm-hmm. the same dude, man. Yeah. Yes, yes. He yes. truly has a genuine soul. Um, and he's he's so grounded, bro. Mm-hmm. Like even even today, with with all this success, like I feel like it's really hard for artists and 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 producers and and just like entertainers in general to deal with the limelight and and the mm-hmm. pressures that come with that. I feel like not enough people take that into consideration. Yeah, no, it's it's a the whole, magnitude yeah. to be a star, of, man. Is a whole other beast. Like, and how many yes men come at you? You know what I'm saying? And how many cats are like geez. telling you what they geez. think you want to hear? Yeah. Like, there's a there's a level of like character that you need to have, and and, it, and especially for y'all, I think one thing y'all have been touching on a lot is like your ability to judge character, mm-hmm. right? And you have to be able to know, like, you guys have a you guys have a set standard for what you want in, in, in your creative relationships. And I feel like just knowing that allows you guys to continue to build uh, the environment that you guys have been building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I mean, yin and yang gets thrown around a lot, but it's, 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 it's like, you know, you, you got to have that balance, you know. You have to have a balance between us between the artist and us and and if the balance isn't there then it's going to reflect directly in the music yeah it's right. just it's just you know if i drop the ball brian picks it up if he fucking misses the shot i grab the rebound pass back right. whatever you know it's, it, it reminds me a lot like of a, like a one and two guard like right. a pg okay. it's like that type of thing where you get you, you know but I, going back to the faint fame thing the first time or second time it's just there's only a few times for like us you know but when it happens you know it's usually a and r's and people like that and it weirds me out so much that i cannot imagine possibly how how miguel and janae stay so grounded when it happens Five thousand times for every one yeah. time it happens. They're in the limelight, like because yeah. you got to think we're behind the scenes. So yeah. I mean, people that know us, they you know they look at the credits or they kind of know you yeah. know who we worked with, so they show us respect. But like you know, we're not really seen. Like people don't really know how we look. You know, yeah. But these guys are like on video. Like you know, it's a whole another fame. Is you know you're out there. It's a whole another beast. It's so, crazy. I mean, it's bro. you know to be able to you know. So many people aspire to that. Yeah, they want to be an artist. You're like, I want to be famous, but you don't really know. You you don't know if you're ready for all that, man. It's it's a whole other beast, man. Especially now with social media, like you you mess up, you're all you know, you're memes. You know, you're out there, bro. Like, so you got to be able to you got to be able to take that and and keep it moving. And some people can't do that. People always ask us. People (laughs) ask. People ask us. You might end up with the Jordan Cry face. It's a wrap, bro. People Rap, ask yeah. us questions about how does Miguel feel about something or how does Janae feel about something, and it's like, I, I, I mean, we stray away from that. It's like, it's like they, they want to know so much about somebody that they're they're down to get it on second degree. Like, you feel it's, me? It's, it's like, like we know, 
but we're not going to tell you, yeah. <laughs> you know, like and because they're, they're, they're some of our best friends. Yeah. You know, you keep, you work with someone and you develop. Yeah, they're family. At this they're point. Fam- yeah. They really are family, just like you guys are. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been there. For real. And, and been the same. Yeah. And so the people that haven't, we've X them out. Word. You know, and it's just like, I mean, like, like, like. This podcast itself, I mean, would we do every podcast? No. Yeah. But like. Respect, man, for real. But, I mean, (laughs) you guys have Mm -hmm. been the same people (laughs) since day one. And Mm -hmm. I hope that we we can try to be too. You know, I think we stray away from being, we don't want to be like star producers, you know. And I think that like we could we could possibly take steps to be more well-known okay. as well, producers. Get a little more clothes, man, for free. Could, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, throw him some clothes. Get him a T-shirt. Get, some, get, get some, this man a T-shirt. Some shoe I, just, love, I just don't want to you know wait I mean? in line. Like, if we, I could just walk up and that's, then... And that's, that's where I feel like that's where my fame should just stop. Like, I just want to <laughs> walk up to the door and let me in. And, I'm, I'm good. And that's, <laughs> and that's, that's all I need. pretty much where we're at. Yeah, man. That's like, wanna, I just want to get in, bro. <laughs> I just want to get in. Send me a camera package bro and that's pretty much where we're at because we're if we're not either on the list to get in right in away someone's gonna get us someone's gonna see us and get us in Word. and they can stop mm-hmm. there yeah. let's just pay the bills Word. like like, like, yeah, like, yeah, like now sure. it's like let's grow up let's pay the bills can't work quite the same hours you did when you were 22 23 24 because yeah. that shit mm-hmm. would be just unhealthy at this point yeah, yeah. but like but to get there yeah. You gotta do some unhealthy shit, Word. some dirty Word. shit. Word. So even like I said, at Forty Seven Eleven, and we keep saying Forty Seven Eleven because that's like our oh my god, our Motown. I, I mean, not to put us on that level, but yeah, that but that's creative, where the creative vibe placements were yeah. happening. You know, we had one of our all of our great friends, Oren Yoel, he was downstairs getting placements at the same mm-hmm. time as us. Yeah, and it's really rare and. Like one place to have multiple working producers. Yeah, that shit yeah. does not happen. And I, and I will say, going back to what you were saying, as far as like mentors and stuff, like we never really had somebody kind of like put us on. But I will say that it was good to actually show all of our friends, like you know, for instance, with Miguel, like when he first took off, like everyone kind of knew, like everyone in the building knew who Miguel was because he would come up and work with us. But for him to like actually go and blow up, and for all the homies to see that, like man, yeah. it's very possible, even for us to see it, like. You know, it, that was our first thing. It was like, damn, like we actually were able to see our stuff. Like, it's, it's possible. Yes. You know, and then it happened again with Janae, and like all the homies saw that again. And it was just like, <laughs> not so flu. Yeah. So sure. I just hope that, you know, it was a, a positive thing for all, all the homies to see, like, yo, like if, you know, this can happen for any one of us. Like, mm. you know, that, and it's so, attainable. Exactly. So, yeah, I wouldn't say we had a mentor, but I, just working with the people we did and seeing them blow up, like, that was enough that we needed to see, like, yo, we Word. can do this. Well, the synergy and, about know. being like back at 4711, like, when all that was going on, there was a synergy like among everyone, like mm. just like, you know, even just like hanging out in that parking lot and like right? smoking and chilling and then going back and doing music and like vibing and being up in your guys's place. Man, I remember we played this game dude, where Uno? Who, no, who had like the worst credit card like in their in their wallet and like someone 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 threw like a blockbuster someone threw like a blockbuster card and all the blockbusters had closed right and like someone threw like uh like expired like chili's card like gift card or something and then those got cut into guitar picks 
And then yeah, I remember yeah, I, yeah. I threw I threw like a KB Toy Store fucking yeah. <laughs> and I got for like fucking like my bar mitzvah or something. Man, you, I you, had a like old ass wallet, but um, you won was, you won that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it was, but it but like I, I just remember like there were so many nights like that where like yeah there was music and and there was hard work and there was grind, but there was also so much like dope energy among a community, a community yeah. and that yeah. and doing things that like that and just genuinely having fun made going those long nights mm-hmm. and and made the work worth it and fun because there was always that a little bit of relief but yeah. you always you always shared like you could always lean on people yeah um mm-hmm. and a lot of those times it's not all it's not all good yeah. like a lot of it's really fucking tough especially mm-hmm. when you're broke Mm-hmm. And exhausted and tired, and you're driving a shitty car, and mm-hmm. like, or you work super hard on a song, and you think something's gonna happen, and it doesn't even come out, and it's just, like you yeah. know, it's a lot of, sh- you know, it's not that all. That shit still happens. Yeah, it yeah. should yeah. just happen to us or something. Yeah, you know, but, you, I mean, I mean, but like, I mean, I mean, coming from a hood type environment, like, I, I definitely like first, you know, first big couple checks just fucking blew the watt, like did the classic. Shit that you're not so just literary shit that you're <laughs> supposed to do, and I just remember that about a thousand hoodies. <laughs> I fucking I did I, I did it all, but you That's know funny. the thing is is that like you know I, like like Brian was saying like I I, I you know I, I could show we could show the homies that were like you know on the same level that 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 you don't have to just trap. You don't have to just do nothing. You don't have to aspire to work it, you know, pick and save. You know, there there's there there are things that are bigger than that and and they could really feel us because they're coming from the same place. Word. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, I mean, nothing going from nothing to something is is something that like I self being self made, I, I really, really take pride in that. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think that I think that there's a whole lot of nepotism in this business, and um, you know, good for you too. You know, you you won the lottery, but you know, but but really though, going from nothing to something, you know, Mama, we made it. Yeah, (laughs) we made it. You feel me? (laughs) If you had to sell illicit goods to get your equipment, then you know you can feel pretty good about yourself. But if that that's the theme that goes full circle, for real. And I and I and my mom is super proud of me. Love and, it. And and you know, mm-hmm. it's just like that's all I've been. You know, that's what that's what you want. You know, that's, you that's, that's you the, the only go, thing you get want. Get your mom yeah. a car. Get your mom. Mm-hmm. Take, you know, whatever you want. Make do, sure that all the work mm-hmm. that they put yeah. in, like they get back. You but know setting a good mm-hmm. example is really what I think, mm-hmm. Brian. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. See, but I think that that's what. Mm-hmm. That's success to us, that. you know what I'm love. saying? That's like, yeah, love. money's love cool, it. you know. Like, just be, it's really just pay your bills, just live comfortably. But you know, just and being eat a, together, yeah, eat together, man. Don't be, don't, yeah, eat together. It's 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 no fun eating alone. Yeah, yeah. true, yeah. very real. That's a bar right there, bro. Fuck, mm-hmm. oh, man. So that's yeah, that's success to us, you know. Just, shit, man, that, that was it. Right here, <laughs> right, amazing. right here, right now. Yeah. For real, Shit. for we're real. Look, we're looking at it. By the way, you, I, you can't see this, but we're looking at a fucking. 
Mm-hmm. Baller view. Yeah, the view's gorgeous up here, man. So it's gonna, hey, congrats but, to you guys. Uh, you know the, what I'm saying? The energy's hey, gorgeous. Man, you never even got invited to shit like this when we were all little. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but now we're sitting here smoking inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could take this shit and throw it against the window and be like, sorry, but I would never do that because you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. But no, no, no. But real shit, yeah. though. Uh, 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 friendship and... and, and and our relationship, yeah, it's just it's like it's like a really it's like a he- it's like a healthy marriage. Like we know we'll never, we know we'll never be like fuck you, fuck you. It's mm-hmm. not that's not in the cards. Word, because it'll already happen. Word, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's been For long real. enough, and <laughs> exactly. we've been through enough shit. Yeah. For real, yeah, you know. So so at the end of the day. We're always there for each other, and that's the that's the cool thing about having a partnership in production. Absolutely, mm, really dope. Uh, because, yeah. because bounce off each other and stuff like that. It's insane because me and Joe were talking about that today. Like mm-hmm. I was like, bro, like I don't think I could ever do a podcast without mm-hmm. you. Yeah, and he was like, bro, you know what I'm saying? You know, like it's mm-hmm. just you know, the, yeah. There's like yeah, there's so it. many things. There's like yeah, you know, the teamwork, the you know, picking the ball up, like you said, when it, someone draws it. Also, like just having that accountability. Like mm-hmm. we talk about it, like. Hey man, we're gonna meet up tonight. And then like when you're exhausted and you're like, all right, I'm coming over, you're like, It's just ah. not your day. It's just mm-hmm. like, let's go. But like yeah. you, you always have that other person that's just like, you mm-hmm. know, bounce ideas off yeah, of. Yeah, he's stuff. he's hit yeah. me and like, bro, like we get together and just like rap and chop and like, you know, he has such a skill set and like, you know, yeah, things, you guys that, do things make that a I don't great have. combination, by the way. Appreciate mm-hmm. you. That's <laughs> and that's the thing, is, is, is that is that there's facts coming from both sides. There's humor coming from both sides. Yeah. I think this. I think the podcast will be a success. Thanks, man. appreciate you, and, bro. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that you guys invited us for you know the beginning. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, man, I'm, we, I'm, we're look, super fucking stoked to y'all I mean, on this. Man. We, like, and, it's it's so dope to be able to just like, even in this moment, like take yourself outside of yourself mm. and just like smile on 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 how far we've come. Yeah, you know check us in like check us in like mm-hmm. a, a year, dude. I have, short, I have short hair, bro. I came far. I came far. Joey Roush used to have long hair, <laughs> fucking golden locks, bro. <laughs> they were they, they were angelic. <laughs> they really were, the, but you know. But this is hey, the, the, they're, 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 But kid, now you're a grown man. There's a kid with cancer out there that's rocking my hair. That's yeah. what yeah, I, I did is, that too. Yeah, I did that twice. Yeah. I wish I had hair to be able to do that, but that's another story. It's all good. Yeah, but but yeah, and and everybody should do that. Yeah. Well, man, no, thank you guys for coming on the show. Like, you you were literally one of the first people we thought of because it's family. Because when I think about, you know, my journey, Anusha's journey, you guys are a big part of that. Absolutely. And that's just what it was. Like, there's an extended, like, tree of, Mm -hmm. like, these are the immediate people that have all been there and shared that. And, like, it was a no brainer. Like, yeah, man. You know, and uh, and I love that, and I, I can't appreciate you guys more. Absolutely, like, you guys for having us for sure, man. For real, for real, man. This is this is crazy. This is the start of something fucking gorgeous, man. Like, mm-hmm. and 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 you know what you guys have done for the culture is fucking brilliant. Thank you know what what you guys have been able 100%. to do together, and the fact that you guys have such a great relationship with one another, and have gone through the trials and the tribulations together, and remained exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? Just in terms of like. Good people propagate, bro. Like mm-hmm. your, your guys' good nature has always stayed tried and true, and it's it's really a blessing, man. Like, and I know that you guys are going to continue to grow and progress and and carve new lanes and and really, you know, keep impacting this culture. And like, I just, I can't wait to see, you know, 
not only what's next, but like relish what's now, but also look forward to what's next. You mm. know what I'm saying? And, and I, the happiness is so like that's, so, that's I could actually cry, I could that's, cry that's, right that's now. That's something bro. I wanted to say too. Is like when I see the success that you guys have had, like it's it literally just makes me so fucking happy. Like to to be like, yo, those are my boys. Like. Look at this. This is this is happening. This is like yeah, this man. happened. This is mm-hmm. like this existed. This is dope. And it's just like fuck, man. It, uh, you know, I think proud's probably the best. Like, yeah. like it's not like like oh, I'm a I'm a proud father. I'm here. very proud <laughs> right like, now. I'm, I'm like I'm like proud to like know you dudes and Likewise, and see man, that and and be a part of it. It's just a, a really cool, a very lucky thing. You and know. I, and I think if one person, one kid, draws one thing from all this nonsense and <laughs> and knowledge together for then, real then, then we have impacted some, we've done something here tonight absolutely 100 percent. absolutely mm-hmm. well uh this has fucking been great yo where can if, if cats wanted to check for y'all where can they yeah they check y'all out at socials like website what where can cats reach you at? I know you guys mm. stay under the covers, but uh, what's, yeah. your, what's your uh, what's your credit card number, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Social security, all that. No, but one seven nine. A lot of people have that. You know what I'm saying? No, but so where can uh, where can cats find you at? You know, I mean, we have a Twitter and stuff. Fist of Cubs music. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know. We just we don't push, yeah. We don't, we don't self promote too much. It's, it, but but you know. if, but if you. Uh, uh, you know, so, so. I would, uh, yeah, we do. Uh, we have a YouTube uh, page where we have all our, you know, basically like the songs that we produce, and we kind of keep that. We try to have a SoundCloud, but they keep taking our damn music down because everything yeah. is like on an album. So, <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of stopped trying to do the damn SoundCloud. <laughs> you know? But uh, you know, but yeah, YouTube. Like That's I mean, it's probably the YouTube. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, all YouTube right, cool. and, and what's the YouTube uh, yeah, page. YouTube.com uh, with the slash with Fist of Cuffs Music and the number one. Fist because for some reason, Fist of Cuffs Music was taken already. Fucking really? bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to put physicals music and then the number one. And also, just listen. You'll hear us. Yeah. yeah. You'll know it's us. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we're proud of. Dope. Well, you guys can check this out too on mamawemadeit.com. Let's get it. Stream. Go to mm-hmm. iTunes. Check it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you guys so much for real. It's a blessing, thank man. You, man. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us and congratulations. Appreciate y'all, anything. man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. So for all you listening, go call your mama. Tell yeah, her you tell, her ma- you tell, tell, tell her you made it. Tell, tell her you made it. And tell her you love her, man. Tell you love her. Yo, shout out to AJ Rolan with, 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 his, with his monthly call your mama. Tell her you love tell her. Tell her you, you love her, man. You got to do it. Love it. All right, we out. We yeah. out, baby. Right. Holla. We made it.